Welcome back to another episode of Yellow Noise. I'm Ellen. And I'm Polly. This week, we're going to play a game with each other called Deal Breaker. So I was first introduced to this game by my friend Tom when I was in Palm Springs, and we recently played this game with all of our friends in Cabo. So the way the game works is you start with this prompt, he or she is perfect in every way, but, and then you fill it in with a theoretical deal breaker. And basically, Ellen and I wrote five deal breakers each that we've kept secret from each other. So we're going to go through them one by one and then see what the other person thinks is or is not a deal breaker. So one caveat I want to add is that we can't automatically assume that this theoretical partner is going to be rich with unlimited money. I think that was one like crutch that we leaned on a lot. But they're perfect in every way. (laughs) But they're not like infinitely rich. (laughs) Okay, so we can't can't solve all the problems with money. (laughs) Another caveat I would say is that this deal breaker, like they're never going to change. Like this is it. That's, Mm -hmm. That's the end of what they are going to act in that regard so you can't say like i'll change them in the future Mm -hmm. all right so let's get into it do you want to go first yeah i will say it was so hard to think of even five because we played this game for like 10 hours (laughs) like we played it all week in cabo so it felt like we already went through some things so my deal breakers might be a little weird (laughs) just as a warning no worries all right the first one they're perfect in every way, but they refuse for you to shave anything ever. So you can't shave anything for the rest of your life. They're like, I <laughs> love your natural hairs. I would say that is a deal breaker for me because one, I just don't like the fact that they're controlling something about me and my body, like literally my body, my choice. <laughs> so they should not get a say in what I do with my body. And also like, I just like the aesthetic of shaved stuff, whether it's my armpits or my legs or whatever. And also with pole dancing, like it is better to have your legs shaved for some stuff just so you can stick better to the pole. So I feel like it would just not work with my lifestyle and it would be a deal breaker for me. What about you? Yeah, I will say like, I feel like a lot of times when we play this game, we undervalue the aspect of they're perfect in every (laughs) other way. But that being said, I think it's also a deal breaker <laughs> for me. Um, personally, like I just like the feeling of some parts of my body being shaven. And also growing up, I was really self-conscious about armpit hair, mm-hmm. which is interesting because that's probably one of the hairs that I'm the least self-conscious about now. But I think it's growing up through puberty. That's one of the first areas of mm-hmm. your body that starts growing a lot of hair and to society when we were children that was a little frowned upon Mm -hmm. and growing up in an Asian household I don't recall having that conversation about like body hair with my parents early on so I like wasn't shaving until a lot later in my life so I was like very (laughs) self-conscious about having armpit hair when playing sports and Mm -hmm. swimming with people who are not Asian who had already started shaving like (laughs) way before so that's something I still haven't totally gotten over mm-hmm. in other aspects so it would definitely be a deal breaker for me oh plus i have sweaty pits so <laughs> if i don't shave it'll be drippy <laughs> yeah i honestly don't really know how guys or like generally people yeah. who don't shave at all and just grow their hair out how they handle the sweatiness yeah. of it because even when my head gets sweaty and my hairs get sweaty like i don't like that feeling so i can't imagine that in like multiple areas and just a clarifying question to your prompt 
no shaving or waxing or lasering or anything, right? Yeah, they just love your natural <laughs> hair, so you cannot get rid of them for the rest of your life. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> okay, this is mine for you. He's perfect in every way, but always mixes up recycling and trash. I'll take it. Really? <laughs> this is bad for me to say, but <laughs> I mean... First of all, that's something like if I really cared, I can go and fix up his misdeeds. Mm-hmm. And I will say like in my current point in life, that is something that I sometimes mess up too. <laughs> Just because I know some things you can recycle, but if food has touched it, like foil, it's so easy for like foil to touch oil or something. And then it can't be recycled anymore. So in those cases, I could mess up once in a while. So... I'm not at a position yet to make a deal breaker out of something that I also partake in at times. What if it's like, it's not just mixes up like, oh, my, my bad bitch just like just throws everything, everything into the trash can. Mm, like they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Or, or like, yeah, they throw tra- trash into your recycling, but you've, you've already like sorted out your own recycling. I see. You know? I, I still don't think it's a deal breaker <laughs> for me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I think same. Mostly because I think... I mean, it is important to me, but I think I would just sort it out myself or somehow invest in a way to have it sorted. <laughs> but yeah, I think if they're perfect in every yeah, other way, perfect. then I could, I could take this one. They help the earth in other aspects. <laughs> sure, they yes. contribute to climate change. Or not contribute, they contribute to combat climate change. <laughs> okay, my next one's a little spicy. <laughs> okay. They're perfect in every way, but they've unintentionally killed someone. <laughs> Have they gone to trial? Yeah, it was not like a mur- like murder with intent. Okay. It was just like there was maybe an, accident, an accident or something. Or I don't know how many ways you can unintentionally <laughs> kill someone, but it was unintentional. I don't think this would be a deal breaker for me. Because uh-huh. it's unintentional. So... I mean, I think without getting too much into like, I would want to know how it happened. If it was yeah. like, they're just literally so clumsy that they might accidentally kill me, then no, like I can't have that. But if it was really like unintentional, maybe they were like four and they did something and mm-hmm. then someone died and they went to therapy for it and they're okay now and they're perfect in every other way, I think I could accept it because mm. their past is their past. And as long as it wasn't malicious. Right. Yeah. What about you? Interesting. <laughs> It would be a deal breaker for okay. me. I think just the idea of it would weigh me down so much. I would have to go through so much <laughs> therapy to get over it. And that added to my superstitions. Oh. I think it would really freak me out and I wouldn't be able to move past that. And I feel like I would carry a lot of guilt for mm-hmm. being with this person and being happy knowing that but it, so, was, I it know, wasn't my I fault. <laughs> I, I don't think I would be able to stop thinking about it. Okay. Those are things that just, yeah. when I'm meditating, those are one of the things <laughs> that I will think about. Intrusive thoughts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right. This one is very specific for you, but <laughs> he's perfect in every way, but can't have avocados in the house and can't explain why. Either can't or won't explain mm. why. So it's not like they're allergic or something, right. but it's just like, can't have them in the house. So the only way I could eat avocados is if I was not at home. Yeah. 
What if I kept avocados in the car and then every time I wanted to eat avocado, I would go to the car? I, I guess you can do that if you want to do that. If the car is not parked in the garage. Ooh. I know how much you like walk. I do love avocado. Walk is like one of the things I always bring to Paul. I I would say it is not a deal breaker for me because I definitely had a life before avocados. Like, I don't know when the whole avocado trend happened. Like, I feel like I never ate an avocado until I went to LA. I feel similarly. I didn't really eat that many avocados growing up except for maybe guac with chips at a Mexican restaurant. Or like I at Chipotle. Really, oh, probably Chipotle was my first avocado because I don't even recall going to that many Mexican restaurants mm. other than Chipotle until I went to college. Okay. Wow. I wonder what like the first avocado <laughs> experience was like for me. I like I wish I could remember. <laughs> and what form did I eat it in? <laughs> I also feel like a lot of the guac I had growing up. It was not good quality guac. I vaguely remember my mom buying some of the guac from Costco that was like already made. Yeah, Yeah, and now they have better guacs. Like I think the holy guac is pretty good from there. But I remember before it used to be like super liquidy and it was like already kind of brown. Mm -hmm. There wasn't anything. It was just like mushed avocados with water. So I don't think I actually liked guac for a while until Mm. I probably had it at a restaurant. Okay. Yeah, I think I probably had it in high school that I remember. Because I would get it in my burritos sometimes. So I do Where did you have burritos? Just like at a taqueria. Oh. Yeah, there was one in like my city. Oh, okay. Yeah, or like when you go to like Levix. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was there one in Fremont? No, but there was one in San Jose, which isn't that okay, far okay. from me. There yeah. was one in Redwood City, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think I even had that until <laughs> after I like went to college and came back to uh-huh. the Bay for breaks. I was very not diverse by <laughs> eating growing up. Okay, but you said this wouldn't be a deal breaker This would for not you. be a deal okay. breaker. I know I had a life before avocados, so I can go back to that life. Mm-hmm. And if the situation were really dire and I was like, I need an avocado, I could probably make it happen. And that means you can still eat avocados at restaurants because it's not in mm-hmm. the house. That's so fine. I, I'll just eat out a lot more. <laughs> I don't know if it would be a deal breaker for me. I think the fact that I just can't have avocados in the house, fine, maybe I can deal with that. I just don't know if I could deal with the fact that he can't explain why or like can't tell me why. It's like, is it some trauma from your child? I just feel like they're hiding something. Mm-hmm. Like even when people tell me that they don't like a food and even when they're not allergic to it, that bothers me. I'm like, don't be a child. Like, wait, Casper doesn't like I so know. Many <laughs> And I'm like, I don't get it. And so if they couldn't even explain to me, like, it's not because they don't like it or because right. they're allergic to it or because something happened, they literally just can't have it in the house. I think that aspect of it would really bother mm. me and, like, annoy me. <laughs> Interesting. You know what I really respect, though? I really respect when people have something that they, like, know they don't like from growing up. Because I think when you're also a child, your, like, taste buds are very particular. Mm-hmm. But, like are trying to move past that and are like willing to try it out Mm. okay yeah Yeah. anyways (laughs) this brings me to my third deal breaker which was he's perfect in every way but he refuses to eat your favorite cuisine Ooh, shoot that's hard so when you eat out together you can never go to your favorite cuisine and like the whole cuisine not just like one dish it's all chinese food or all Japanese food. 
I think that would be a problem for me. That would be a deal breaker. Because my favorite cuisine, I do think, is Chinese food. I think I think it might be different if my cuisine, my favorite cuisine wasn't also my own ethnicity, then right. maybe I could get around it. But the fact that I'm Chinese and my favorite food is, or my favorite cuisine is Chinese, it would be, it would feel like there, there's something about me at my core or my mm. identity that they don't like. And it would be a really big problem trying to, introduce them to my parents and like having dinner together because my parents do predominantly eat Chinese food and if for the rest of our lives for the next however many years we're together they can't and won't eat Chinese food that would be a deal breaker for me and I think even like in the future if I got married and had a wedding and stuff I would want those cultural aspects Mm -hmm. and it would really bother me if they're like no we can't eat Chinese cuisine right so it would be a deal breaker for me that's a good point you bring up. I think it's something that, like, I would give him a chance. But, yeah, now that you've brought up all of those points, I'm thinking, yeah, like, my favorite cuisine. It does change from time to time, but quite often it is Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And what if we have a kid together and my mm-hmm. kid can't eat Chinese food because he doesn't like it? Yeah. That would not work out (laughs) (laughs) yeah it'd be different if my favorite cuisine was like italian and i'm like fine you just don't like italian food i'll move on yeah but it's different when it's tied to my identity Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense okay i have a super random one (laughs) they're perfect in every way but they keep pet bugs that escape once a week Ooh. And you just find them, like like big tarantula in your cabinet. You're opening it, like the pantry. Oh, like there are spiders. Oh, all kinds. All, spiders, uh, cockroaches, all, praying mantis, whatever. And you can't kill them because they're his, his pets. And if they're gone at work or something, like either just need to keep an eye on it, make sure like it's still safe and alive when it gets back, or like leave it alone. It's just like creepy crawling around your home. Can it be contained to one room or no? Well, he keeps them in one room, but they escape into your house, your whole house. Not all of them at once, but like at least one once a week. And you never know. So you're like surprised. (laughs) I have a feeling it would be a deal breaker because I hate spiders so much that I would love to go to Australia. But the one thing holding me back is honestly like I'm so I feel like I'd be so nervous the whole time I'm there because of all these you know how you see yeah, like the, the TikToks of these gigantic bugs? Like it really freaks me out. <laughs> so I feel like it would be a deal breaker for me. I didn't I didn't know this about you that you really were freaked out by bugs. I think it's like, I don't like small bugs I'm fine with. It's more so like the surprise of seeing a really big disgusting <laughs> bug where you don't expect to see it. Like if I'm going to a zoo and I see like these creepy crawlies, I'm like, fine, I know they're going to be there. But like... For it to intrude on my yeah. home? Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, I, and then I can see why this is a deal breaker for like you. Like Nisu's story about the spider oh, in... Like New Zealand or Australia yeah, or something. That yeah, that one, like, really creeped me out. Because that's like, I paid money for this place. Yeah. Like, this this bug thinks it can live here rent-free. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah, I think it would be a deal breaker for me too. Also, just because like I don't think I could explain to like friends and family that came over like if they just came across this huge fucking spider in the bathroom or something, and I'd have to be like, oh, that's like our pet that just escapes, you know? Like, ugh. Also, yeah, I don't like bugs, and I think it would be fine if I could just kill them because mm-hmm. I've 
I've grown a lot in in how I handle bugs. Like I used to just really freak out and not be able to do anything about it and just like have to ask someone. But now I'm really good at also managing that. So like I don't mind killing the bugs. I'm definitely not one of those people that like gets a piece of paper and a cup and then like brings it outside. I'm like, no, F that. Like you're dead to me. Absolutely not. Like you will not be surviving and having a chance to come back in. So I'm fine killing my own bugs, but if I wasn't allowed to kill them either and Mm, they just have to like exist in my space, yeah, I would not be able to handle it. (laughs) Okay. My next one is they're perfect in every way, but they don't speak your language. They don't speak English. I would be okay with that. I can learn their language though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would be okay with that. Darn. I feel like that's a cheat. No, you can't learn their language. (laughs) That could be hard. I would say you can learn their language to the extent of high school language learning. (laughs) Yeah, I want to say that, like, it would be okay. I feel like, for example, of the five love languages, like words of affirmation is very low on my list. Mm. So I'm thinking maybe it wouldn't bother me. But to not be able to communicate at all would be really, really hard. So either we would have to like what make up our own language if they can't speak English or... Hmm. Man, this is a hard one, actually. Right. Yeah. Just because like just, just purely like... Every other way. Yeah, but just like purely logistics and stuff. I think I would be really frustrated because it would be extremely inefficient way to communicate. But then again, I feel like there are a lot of people... Technology these days Yeah, it might be okay. You know what? I'm going to go with not a deal breaker. I think it's a... I'll give it a chance. Like, when I say I give it a chance, it's something my heart tells me no but my mind says perhaps it uh-huh. could work out but they're also perfect in every other way yeah so, so you don't even need to communicate yeah. <laughs> they'll just know my You'll needs never immediately <laughs> yeah the one thing i was thinking about was like when you're fighting how do you communicate what's wrong but if they're perfect i guess yeah. you would never fight <laughs> that's true yeah okay i'll take it <laughs> okay they're perfect in every way, but they don't know how to drive and won't learn. And so whenever you guys have to go anywhere, mm-hmm. you have to drive. Six-hour road trip to LA, you're driving the whole time there and back. Any camping trips, anything like that. It is not a deal breaker for me because I don't mind driving. And then I for like long journeys, I'll just fly. I mean, they don't <laughs> have to be that rich to fly places. <laughs> Yeah, I think I could get away with the not knowing how to drive, but I'm stuck on the won't learn. Mm. Like, what is what is the problem with maybe you? Maybe they had trauma. Maybe. Maybe they maybe. unintentionally <laughs> killed someone in a car accident. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, then maybe I would be okay with it. <laughs> I think, yeah, it would come down to the reason behind why they won't learn. And if it's mm. a reason that I can accept, then I'm okay to, to date them. But if it's something, like, really stupid or, yeah, or a reason that I can't understand, mm-hmm. then I don't know if that, if I would be able to do that. Yeah. It's really, like, the stubbornness of, like, yeah. oh, like, won't learn or, like, can't tell you why or, like, that kind I of see. stuff that really, really bothers me. I see, I see, I see. Like, explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, that's super funny that you just asked 
the question about not driving because my last deal breaker is they're perfect in every way, but they can only travel by land. Oh my god! So you can never fly anywhere. You can't go on cruises or like take a boat anywhere. So that really, I guess it does limit a lot of like where you can go unless they yeah. build bridges all over the place. <laughs> yeah, this would be a deal breaker for me. I'm I just love to travel, and it's really important to me that I get to experience that with a person that I really love too. So I think that would be a deal breaker for me. And I think because I at some point would want to. Take them like to Hong Kong to visit,、mm. you know, my extended family because like my grandparents can't really fly or travel anymore. Like that would be a deal breaker for me. What about you? I agree. That would also be a big deal breaker for me because I love traveling as well. And when I think about what I want to do after retiring, like I want to explore、mm-hmm. all these places, and like I need someone to、yeah. be able to do that with me. And Also, because I really don't like long road trips, so even if we had to limit our lives just to the United States, I don't have enough PTO to be、yeah. taking off all this time to drive to get from one place to another. And if you had to drive all of it yourself,、oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. In this case, they they can drive. They just can only drive. Yeah, no. <laughs> all right, and my last one is perfect in every way, but always spends. Twenty percent too much on buying things. Oh,、yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> like they never like for sure. Like that twenty percent goes to waste. You're saying it's、mm-hmm. not like we find a way to make use of it. It's、mm-hmm. just like it's that's done for you. Yeah. Somehow, instead、yeah. of finding a coupon for something, he always pays twenty percent、right. too much for everything. Right. That is definitely a deal breaker for me. <laughs> I'm someone that. It's probably a bad habit because I know it's like oh you you shouldn't you should stop eating when you're full you shouldn't have to eat everything but I just hate that idea of waste、mm-hmm. I guess it comes from like growing up my parents were very like no waste in、mm-hmm. this household even if I have such a little bite left I'll try to like take it home <laughs> in a to go box if possible、mm-hmm. so the idea of that waste would really bother me、mm-hmm. yeah I. I think that would be a deal breaker for me too because it's not that I'm like so frugal, especially compared to my own parents.、Mm-hmm. But they definitely did raise me like looking for a good deal, especially when you know you can just find the exact same thing for something cheaper.、Yes. For example, when we went scuba diving, I looked at least three or four places to find the best deal for our scuba diving experience, and like we were able to get ten percent off by booking、mm-hmm. online, like that kind of stuff. It's low hanging fruit, and to me, if you're not doing it, it's like why? Like you're just、yeah. being, and it's not like any of us are. At that level of being rich, that like we don't need to care about it, and it's not taking any more than like thirty minutes, right? So it's not like a huge waste of time. So I think it's just like there's something inherently wrong with your character. Then that's like you、yeah. won't even put the effort into like looking for a deal for the exact same thing, and somehow we're you're always spending more money on it. Like that、right. would bother me. It's like the value of the money、mm-hmm. feels a little insignificant to you, and. It's not because I know like how much significance that amount has to other people.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I like <laughs> that one. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to Polly and I play this deal breaker game. I highly recommend you play with friends because you definitely learn a lot about people from talking through these deal breakers. If you're interested in more content from us, check us out on Instagram at Yellow Noise Pod, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.